You are listening to the Seven Rivers Student Ministry Podcast, a ministry of Seven Rivers Church in Citrus County, Florida. Here at SRSM, we believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. Visit our website at sevenrivers.org backslash students. Hey guys, this is Mikey Puckett with Seven Rivers Student Ministry. You're listening to episode 17, He Will Take Care. So this story that uh, you're about to hear is actually a story uh, that I just recently learned about. And it was through uh, Hollywood, uh, a movie called A Hidden Life. And it was released in uh, May 2019. I think you can rent it on iTunes and and I, and I was able to watch it. Uh, it's a very creative, um, cinematic uh, drama it's it's really it's a beautiful movie, um, beautiful music, beautiful acting and scenery, and uh, it's a moving and inspiring uh, movie uh, as you watch it. And it's about the life of Franz uh, Jaeger's daughter, uh, and so it follows uh, this this man who was born on May twentieth, nineteen oh seven, and it follows him uh, as he uh, wrestles with the, the the issues of Nazi Germany. And, uh, and whether or not he will uh, fight for the Nazis or whether he will uh, reject that regime and stand against it. And so um, just a little background on Franz. He was, he was born in 1907. He, his biological father uh, was killed in World War I uh, when he was a child. And then his mom remarried and, and he was adopted um, into, um, into that family uh, by um, the man who remarried his mom, and he, um, when he died, he inherited uh, the farmland, um, his farmland, and he uh, became a farmer and worked that land. And um, he actually, you know, uh, lived was a wild man. He uh, he he was in a motorcycle gang, and uh, in 1934, many members of that game gang were arrested. Uh, he eventually. Uh, married in 1936 a woman named Franziska and uh, she was very religious and in a sense uh, by marrying her uh, he was able to hear the gospel and experience Jesus and uh, came to know Christ and they had three daughters um, and he began to study the Bible um, ferociously study the Bible and study the saints and, um, and and really grew in his faith and so uh all of a sudden, you know, you have World War II uh, occurring, and you have um, men being drafted into the war, and he was drafted into the war, and he was asked to take essentially the Hitler oath, um, the idea that, you know, Hitler, you know, of, of essentially swearing allegiance to Adolf Hitler, and he refused uh, to take that oath, and so that began a long process of of being in prison and trials and uh, a long process of figuring out um, how are they going to punish someone who will not uh, take the oath. And, you know, as he was realizing that he was about to be asked to join and be drafted into the military, he, in his small town, um, was sharing his concerns and sharing his thoughts and wrestling with what he should do. And so you have in his story, like some conflicting uh, wants. He wants to be a good father. 
He wants to raise his children. He wants to be a good husband. He wants to be responsible for them and to take care of them and to work the land and to provide for them. And he wants to be a good citizen uh, to his small town and make them proud and honor and bring honor to his town. And then you have the conflicting side of, but at the same time, you know, he wants to follow Jesus. At the same time, he wants to obey his will and obey um, what Jesus has called him to do with his life, which is to lay it down um, and, and to give it up and to, and to do um, what is right. And in his heart, he was conflicted with these two good things. And he, it's good to want to be a good father. It's good to be one, a good husband, to be a good citizen, and to um, respect authority. And, and then he was conflicted with, though, it's also good to follow Jesus. And he felt like the Nazi Germany that was created and happening it was something he didn't believe in. And he thought it was evil. And so he was stuck in this in-between of, am I going to stand up against evil and inflict suffering upon my family and inflict suffering upon my own life? Or am I going to submit and inflict suffering into my own heart, in a sense, and my own conscience of serving Nazi Germany, knowing that I don't agree and believe in what we're fighting for and what we are doing? And so he goes and seeks counsel um, with his pastors and, uh, and, and, and his church and, and his community. And everyone says, hey, it's, it, this is good. You, sh you sh just just kind of, there's many Catholics, there's many Christians um, there's, that are right now fighting for Nazi Germany. Uh, you should participate um, and, and that way you preserve your life. And that way uh, you, you are able to hopefully come back and be a good husband and a good uh, father and be able to take care of them. And, and, you know, when I listen to the story, I feel like I don't know what I would have said if someone came to me saying the same things and the fear of, you know, knowing that you could lose your life, you will be executed if you do not enter the draft or, or, or submit to Hitler and his authority that, you know, the cost is your life. You know, realizing that, you know, uh, I don't know what I would have said to Franz if he came to me and he um, shared uh, his concerns and his conflict with me. And I'm, uh, that makes me nervous. And even if I put myself in Franz's shoes and uh, in, in his life, I don't know what I would have done in that situation. Well, Franz, essentially, he with, you know, made the decision. And he told his wife and he told his family and he made the decision that he was going to um, go and be drafted. And then when the time came for him to announce his allegiance, which is, is typical in military um, and, and, and armies and in and, and, and situations like that, that he was going to um, not submit to Hitler's authority and swear allegiance to him. And so the moment comes for uh, Franz to do such. And, uh, and uh, essentially uh, what happens is uh, they, you know, ask him to, you know, hail Hitler and, and the movie kind of captures this picture really beautifully um, and Hans does not raise his hand um, and he's the only man in the you know the draftees that doesn't raise his hand and he sticks out like a sore thumb and they come up to him and look at him and they think you know he must have made a mistake and they ask him again and he refuses to raise his hand to hail Hitler and to swear his allegiance to him and what results is him immediately being thrown into prison and uh, and experiencing um, you know great torment and uh, you know the, and experiencing you know the wrath of Hitler in a sense in prison. 
So he goes to prison, military prison. He's separated from his, you know, wife and his family. He is um, seen as, um, you know, crazy, a lunatic by his community. Um, he is seen as someone who is, um, you know, going too far with his religion, letting it, you know, completely take over his life and worldview and beliefs. Uh, he's, you know, being, you know, people are pleading with him to just, you know, hail Hitler and, and just to kind of suck it up and just go in and, uh, and, and fake it till you make it. And he refuses. Uh, his lawyer, um, you know, would sit down with him and was, would be so baffled um, by this man who um, essentially was refusing, you know, was refusing to swear allegiance to Hitler and in so doing was giving up his life. Um, and, and the lawyer, you know, in one of his final efforts to, you know, get him to swear allegiance to Hitler, to save his life, to, um, and, and what he was thinking was to save him from, you know, from his children, you know, being orphaned and from his, you know, or his children growing up without a father and his wife growing up as a widow. Um, he responds to his lawyer, though, in this last effort, and he says this to them, to him, I've considered my family. I prayed and put myself and my family in God's hands. I know that if I do what I think God wants me to do, he will take care of my family. He also wrote to his wife during Easter, um, Holy Week. He writes this to her um, leading up uh, to his trial. Easter is coming. If it should be God's will that we can never again in this world celebrate Easter together in our intimate family circle, we can still look ahead in the happy confidence that when the eternal Easter morning dawns, no one in our family circle shall be missing. So we can then be permitted to rejoice together forever. He was then uh, transferred to prison in Berlin uh, and then put on trial. And then on August 9th, 1943, Franz was executed by the guillotine. And he lost his life. He could have saved his life if he sweared allegiance to Hitler. But he would have lost his soul by rejecting Christ. This kind of ties into this idea in Philippians that Paul talks about where he says, um, Whether by life or by death, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. So the question that Franz's story asks us. And the question that I want to ask you is, is it worth it to follow Jesus? Is it worth it to follow him even unto death? Is it worth it to follow him even in your life? Is it worth it to follow him even in your suffering? Franz, in the movie at least, they make it clear that what does it do for one man to stand up against evil? You know, they're they're kind of drawing this point like, what Franz, what are you doing? Like, what are you making a political stance? Like, you're trying to you know make a movement or create a movement. What good is it? Like, what's the point? Is anything going to come of it? Is anyone going to even know your name and know who you are? Um, is your life going to even matter? Um, like. 
you're not you haven't done anything worth mattering and if you just let your life be wasted away and you die uh because you won't swear allegiance to hitler you just won't say the words you don't have to do it in your heart just say the words like speak the words out well here we are in the 21st century speaking his name and talking about his story and his story and his life brings great glory to god the father god the son god the holy spirit i share the story with you because i know that some of you are going through suffering and a lot of you are going through suffering because of what you believe and what you hold to be true in your heart you fit you are refusing to swear allegiance to the powers of this world some of the reasons why you are suffering and you are going through difficulties is because you are following Jesus. Is it worth it to follow Jesus at the cost of your life? Yes. Yes, it is. You are loved and you matter. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more stories and follow our devotions, you can go to www.sevenrivers.org backslash by life or by death. You are loved and you matter.